Do you enjoy running around through Jacksonville and everything yesterday? Yeah. <sighs> and I got you mulch on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. I'm happy. But, uh, so, it's Anna's birthday today. Mm-hmm. And what's the whole plan? Uh, well, we're, she's going to be at school until 12, 15, 12.30-ish. And then we're going to head straight over to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And Mm -hmm. then um, we're going to just kind of, she's going to come home after it. I'm sure that the girls, will. it'll be right at, like, when the girls get out of school. And what I want is for the girls to come home, Anna, stay with you, and, like, you just, like, go distract (laughs) so we can, like, put her cake out. and I can take her to Dips. I mean, sips. 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 <laughs> okay. Really take her to dips. Or you could take her to Starbucks for her free Starbucks. This is her birthday. Well, well, does she have ID? She doesn't need it if it's on the Starbucks app. And she says okay. she's already signed up for it. Okay. So it sends her an email. And it's like, you go redeem your Starbucks. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so uh, so you could take her there if she doesn't, you know, beg us to <laughs> take her after the movie or something. but uh, Or before the movie. Mm-hmm. But either way. <laughs> so you distract. And then we're going to, like, put her stuff up and maybe get some balloons and just, like, blow them up in random places like we normally do. And then uh, you come back and we're going to be like, surprise! And she'll be like, oh, my God! <laughs> Even like though that? it's going to be everything okay. she already asked for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she'll be able to eat. Well, basically, uh, she asked for everybody playing board games and card games and then uh, watching whatever, you know, and just kind of vibing and then maybe play some... Uh, switch games and everything she just she wants to spend time with everybody that was her that was mm-hmm. basically the the vibe of what she wanted is for all of us to be together instead of you know like you know oh i want to spend time with you like she wants everybody just downstairs having fun vibing and then because we never got to do the board game night is what she wants and then uh she wants uh, uh alfredo for dinner chicken alfredo for dinner mm-hmm. and uh she wanted a tressel chase cake which is why we went to jacksonville yesterday mm-hmm. And then um, she specifically asked for the Chex Mix that Nikki made on Memorial Day last year, which was such well, a random thing a that she very like specific. remembered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so so I had, we had to dig through photos and things and figure out whether or not, because I was like, I swear I took photos of all the things that we had. Because like, sh- we could not remember for the life of us what was in that Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. Because Nikki's made Chex Mix like three separate times. And so it was like Memorial Day checks mix. And she, so we, I was like, I'm pretty sure I took a photo of like all the snacks we made that time. Cause I remember I made the, the, uh, flag on a, a cookie sheet with the, um, the colored M&Ms, strawberries and yogurt covered pretzels. So mm-hmm. it looked really cool. And I was like, you know, I, <laughs> I was like, so I'm pretty sure I took a picture of everything. So I would search through Snapchat. They weren't there. And I was searching through Facebook, and it wasn't there. And I was searching through my camera roll, and that's where they were. And so I ended up finding them, and we were zooming in to figure out what it was. And then we remembered that it was a specific Chex Mix um, bag. And then she just added other things to it, and it ended up being really good. <laughs> so cool. she wanted that. And so that's, so she's going to have that. And then Alfredo and Tressa just cake. And then we just going to vibe all together and hang out for her. <laughs> so... Very simple, very very nice, easy birthday. <laughs> so uh, I feel like it was just you know 
that's that's the plan. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, and well, and and that's good. I hope you know. I want to give her a good day, so that's really what I want to do. So hopefully, we'll make her nice and happy. And somewhere in there, we got to make sure we record our afternoon episode. <laughs> so, uh, we'll get it. No worries. So, but with that. Good morning, and welcome to the Morning Grind on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, how many national days do we have today? Two. Awesome. So, I just want to say really quick to, uh, you'll, you'll know who you are, and I just want I, I to say thank you so much for the compliment that you gave. Um, I had given this person, and it's somebody who listens to our podcast, um, and they were asking, they asked specifically job advice. Um, and so I gave them back some job advice because they had listened to um, our resume episode and, and the things that I was talking about as far as getting the job that you want and everything there. And uh, they responded back and just gave a big thank you. And I just, that made my day. So I just woke up and had started having a really good day because of it. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. So go ahead. What's our first day? It is National Provider Appreciation Day. So, okay. National Provider Appreciation Day, also known as National Child Care Provider Day, is annually celebrated on the Friday before Mother's Day. The special day recognizes child care providers, teachers, and other educators of young children everywhere. Child care providers deserve a big thank you for their dedication, commitment, and compassion. Less than one-third of the children in America have a full-time stay-at-home parent. Since the child care provider is a partner in raising children, parents carefully choose their child care provider. It may be a private home daycare, a daycare center, an in-home provider, or a live-in nanny. As parents put their trust in the, daycare, in the child care providers they, as they share child-rearing responsibilities with them. So to observe, child, or to observe Provider Appreciation Day, let your child care provider know how much you appreciate all that they do. You know, I appreciate all that you do. <laughs> Can I just tell you that? That I could not be doing this without you. So I, w- I just want to let you know. Oh, thank you. That I appreciate you because and it's only because of you that they're alive. <laughs> so because I would have murdered them <laughs> at some point by now. So all good. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it, it real. Seriously, it's it's been just so great i mean you but you've done that i mean you did it when you were a kid and you were doing it for your mom Mm -hmm. you know and it was like and i still remember just how much my daughters just were immediately enamored by you just like to tabby doing the thing that i would swear i told her never never do can i touch your hair i'm like oh (laughs) my god nobody likes that question and nobody there's nobody that likes to to be asked by a child whose odds are your hands not sanitary by any stretch of the imagination if you can touch their anything and just <laughs> no you know you can't pet my dog because I don't want my dog to get sick no you can't touch my video game you can't touch my iPad you can't touch and you let her touch your hair <laughs> so I just you know yeah it's it's been good <laughs> yeah and it's definitely been a wild ride watching yeah. them grow up it's it's just weird they're getting to that point where it's like things are are making sense to them that didn't make mm-hmm. sense to them a year and a half two years ago and it's just it's the you know the the challenges are so different now i mean we're literally at that point where we're trying like instead of the it's like i sometimes i wish that the problems could be the same as they were you know, 
when I first came around mm-hmm. <laughs> because the problems were always, oh my God, you can't go over and just meet all these random people in the neighborhood that are your age and go to the park without telling me and all these other things that it's like, oh my mm-hmm. God, stop making friends. And now it's like, we can't get them to make more. <laughs> we can't get them to do yep. anything. We're over here like, man, we're literally sitting here coming up with an entire system so that they don't spend the entire summer on their phones and switches because that's what they will do. If you leave them to mm-hmm. their devices, that's all that they will do the whole summer. They will sit and they will be very content with n- watching YouTube all day, reading webtoons, you know, playing video games. I mean, gosh, Tabitha mm-hmm. can stay up and all night playing Splatoon and only fall asleep because she got to that point where her body said, nah, you're done. And then she'll wake up and then she'll play them again. Like, <laughs> she... It's it's funny. They're just so we're coming up with a whole system of basically what we're calling uh, chore change, so they can get paper money that's not real money that they can mm-hmm. redeem for prizes. So they can't have their electronics without doing the chores to earn, and then they can spend it on that. But they still would have to do a lot of work to spend it on it for a full day of being able to have one device because. Yeah, no, the last, just the last few breaks that they've had, it's just been, that's all they want, is to just sit around and play video games Mm -hmm. all day and be on their phones all day and talk to their friends all day, which is going to be, I I already see it when we talked about it with Tabby, when we talked about it with all of them, that the, that look on Tabby's face of like, so I'm only going to be able to be around my friends if they're actually here, Mm -hmm. or if I go somewhere with them, which means I have to actually like get their parents' numbers or their number, and then... I can't just keep doing these, you know, video call sleepovers. Like, you're not going to let me do that. Like, mm-hmm. I can see that thought process. Like, how can I, is that an option if I have my stuff? Like, I'm, so it's going to be interesting because she's going she's gonna to hate it really, really quick when she realizes. It's like, no, you a day of being able to have your electronic device of choice means that when it's bedtime, that's it. It goes back to us. Yeah. You don't get to do those, those sleepover video calls. Learn how to ask your friends for their parents' numbers so that we can be in contact with them. It's like Lily could not stop handing out our phone numbers mm-hmm. all the time. She'd be like, yeah, no, by the way, I just want to let you know I gave so-and-so's number or you their number. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. So if they text you and it's like, what? Why did you? What? <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. Who is this person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was funny. And then, yeah, we would get random phone calls or random texts and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so's mom. Just wanted to, you know, meet up and, you know, touch bases. We make sure that we're on the same page. I want to go here and do that. And then it's like, okay, sure, I guess. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> So it was always funny. And now it's like we're trying to convince to have people over. And Lily's finally at that point where she's like, yeah, no, I, I think – I think I'm ready to have people over. I'm like, thank God, <laughs> because mm-hmm. man, when she is bored, that's the only time that it's 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 both one of those like love it, love it and hate it at the same time kind of things. Because like when she when she gets to that point where she is so horrendously bored with absolutely everything else, then she wants to spend time with you. But then she gets to that point of so bored that if you decide you want to go do something, you, you can't do it without her. Or she gets actually legitimately upset that you're going to do something else because she's bored. And she that means that you have to be bored with her. <laughs> so yep. it's funny. So I'm like, please, please have friends over. Please go <laughs> hang out in your room. Be a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> like, I just, I can't imagine. I, I remember uh, from the moment that I was able to have people over at my house I always all summer all the time it did not matter I was hanging out with everybody all the time 
So it's just funny, the, the things that we have to do to convince them to be normal people <laughs> instead of now trying to get them to calm down with being too friendly. It's like we just yo-yoed to the straight opposite side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, no, it's just weird thinking back to the things that like we were that, like, I remember the, the first few times that like I had to discipline them and it was over things like they were playing pretend with dolls and things and arguing because Tabby loved to play like the girly doll games where like I'll be this student and she'll be the teacher Barbie and I should learning violin in a violin class and then Lily always wants to do the crazy stuff so she'll be like oh can I be a baby in a backpack and I'm gonna start screaming and just absolutely wreak havoc all over this classroom and it'll be fun and it's okay because you will say that I'm like the teacher's baby and then and then it'd be like you know Tabby would get so mad because she'd be interrupting <laughs> and Lily would just be trying to have fun it's like those were the things that I had to tell them to calm down about mm. and now it's like oh my god and now, now, now the arguments and fights that they have mm-hmm. I'm like oh my gosh how did, how did we get here how did we get here so quickly where did it go and we're like looking back at like because it's weird to think about it it's like Lily looks different to me but Tabby doesn't until I look at old pictures of Tabby. And then I go, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Tabby looks so different. Oh, yeah. But then I stop, like, I forget what those pictures look like. And then I'm like, yeah, no, Tabby looks the same. And then I see a photo. And I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> she, all her baby face is gone now. She just mm-hmm. has a, you know, more feminine face. So it, you can't see it if you're not looking at an older photo of her. So it makes me sad, but Lily Lily looks completely different to me. Every time I look at anything, and I'm like, yeah, girl, you, you definitely grew into your face, because there was a short time that it was very, very much she didn't know what to do with herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was the time where she was like, I want to have long hair, and then she just looked like a homeless girl <laughs> every time. Yeah. And she she realized, and now she looks back at old photos, she's like, why did you guys let me grow my hair? I was like, girl, we tried. We tried to convince you and tell you that it wouldn't look right. And now she's like, please cut my hair. Please cut my hair. It's getting too long. You need to cut it. You need to cut it. It's literally, it's touching my shoulders, Karen. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, calm down. <laughs> like, I can't just, it doesn't take two seconds. I'm, I'm not just sitting there and chopping off bits. I'm actually giving her layers. So her hair seems a lot thicker now and she's taking care of it. It's like, Man, I remember when we were arguing with Lily about not wearing hoodies all day in a hundred mm-hmm. degree weather because she'd pass out, and now it's she's she actually is doing her hair, and you know every once in a while she puts on some makeup. <laughs> she's wearing normal people clothes when it's hot outside. She puts on some shorts. It's just so funny the the things that have changed. So, oh, but yeah. I think it's crazy that people think that like people that are raising their kids and are a part of that don't also have those feelings about their kids because i always think it's so weird i've had i've had parents like give me weird looks for trying to share in that moment like if i like i don't know i i catch funny pictures or cute pictures of the girls and you're like oh my god send it to me like i would have parents like that i was taking care of their kids and i'm like oh my god i caught the funniest photo of them and they just be like huh it's like what this is your kid like, how are you not mm-hmm. excited to see a photo of your child i love it when anybody else is like oh my god look i took this amazing photo of the girls and i'm like oh my god let me see <laughs> like i couldn't imagine being so uninterested in any and every photo of your child because that's just like I, what <laughs> so yeah so it, it's if you have any kind of a child care provider whether it's a nanny or it's literally you know they actually at a daycare if unless it's a center like i i understand if you have to send your child to a center but centers are a lot more like schools where there's no individualized actual care for the kids Mm -hmm. it's a lot more systematic and 
everything is on the clock and they have set things that they have to do no matter what the kids are interested in and all that. It's just like centers are eh. But if you have a more personalized experience where there's no more than 15 kids, at, yeah. like no matter what age is. They'll yeah. remember forever. Yeah. It's, it is literally, <laughs> they'll have experiences and that's how you also teach your kids to be around other kids and learn in a healthier environment than just throwing them straight into kindergarten and going, I don't know why they're having problems, mm-hmm. but they haven't been around any other kids growing up. It's like, <laughs> I remember those kids that would come into daycare and they were problem childs. They were all the problem children coming in because they were an only child that were coddled by a parent or a grandparent the entire time that they were growing up. And then they shut, suddenly get shoved into childcare and they don't know what to do. I will never forget Cristiano was the prime example. He was like my favorite little little boy ever in the daycare because he was so sweet and he had such a big heart and he was so creative, but it took him two months to get there. Two months of clinging to me. I don't know why he chose me. <laughs> I just I will never forget because he 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 was a, a grandma's baby. He, he yeah. was a grandma's boy <laughs> because, yeah, he his mom would drop him off and she'd be like, I'm just, you know, I'm just concerned because he, he hasn't been in childcare before. And I remember my mom was just like, oh, it's OK. Like, we've had plenty of kids and I could see the look on the mom's face. And I was like, oh, gosh, nope, I could see it coming. And as soon as she was like, OK, baby, I got to go. And he screamed and then as soon as she Mm -hmm. closed that door and i picked him up to go bring him into the into the playroom and then i sat down and he did not want to leave my lap and i was like okay i guess i'm the chosen one (laughs) and anytime and it, it got to a point where it was fine but then anytime there was any kind of change like we would be playing in the in the daycare room and it'd be like okay now it's time to go play in the backyard we're doing a transition time to clean up and he would lose his mind but then we'd have to drag him out to the backyard and then have him in the backyard for a little bit and then once he got used to being in the backyard then he would be fine but then if it was time to go in for lunch then he would scream and then as soon as we were sitting down for lunch then he would be fine but then it was nap time like so every transition like he just did not like things changing because he was so unused to everything yeah. <laughs> so it's like so yeah if you have any kind of child care provider please please show them appreciation because there's mm-hmm. no you know how your kids are like <laughs> i just think it's just like just get them like, a starbucks so they can catch up to the pace <laughs> of your kids life is good so, yeah literally i promise you starbucks or any kind of like caffeinated teas any kind of cute little gifts like they will appreciate it showing the appreciation genuinely means a lot to them because they're taking care of your kids and mm-hmm. you get to have your kid at the end of the day and you know as soon as they get too old forever they're going you keep them Mm -hmm. those people have to go through loving this child and then saying goodbye to that child and doing it with all of the kids on a regular basis it's hard Mm -hmm. it is hard working in a place like that and so it's just and then one day they're just not there anymore yeah and it is so hard like i i am terrified of like any of because i'm still friends with a lot of them on facebook Mm -hmm. and every once in a while like when i first moved out here i would get a message and they'd be like, yeah, no, they were talking about you the other day. Like, they miss you. And it was like, make me so sad because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But now they're all getting to that point where they're in, like, the third and fourth grade. And I'm like, I, they, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to go back because, mm-hmm. like, if they don't remember me, that's that's going to hurt me more than anything else. And I don't even like thinking about it because I'm like, I love these kids. <laughs> so yeah. it's just things like that hurt. That's what I don't like because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting older. But then like, you, you, if you don't see them, you're like, no, they're still mm-hmm. a little baby and they're not. They're oh. a whole full-fledged child. And you're like, no, you're not allowed. 
I I saw my nephew. Um, like I saw his Facebook today, and I was like, "You the hell, boy!" <laughs> I'm like, he's he's like grown up, doesn't look awkward. He, he Vernon, you've grown into yourself pretty well, buddy. So, yeah, it blows me away. You're like, yeah, like what happened? That? Where where mm-hmm. where did the little kid that I knew go? Like it's just yeah, it's hard. So if anybody out there, literally, I it. It's not a weird gift mm-hmm. <laughs> to give your child care provider any kind of, like, memorabilia from your kid. If your kid draws them a picture or you give them, like, a handprint kind of thing, like, that's – it's going to mean something to mm-hmm. them because they care about your child just like you do. So it's just it, – yeah, definitely show them appreciation. I'm very glad that there's a day for this because I did not know that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then on the sa- along the same lines of people that care, <laughs> the second day is actually International Nurses Day. Nice. So International Nurses Day is observed around uh, around the world May 12th, the anniversary of Florence Nightingale's birth in 1820. The day is set aside to honor and note the many contributions nurses make to society. Nurses care for our loved ones at some of the most challenging times of their lives. They may run short of uh, short on time, but not compassion. In Australia, Canada, the United States, and other countries, International Nurses Day often is part of a week-long celebration, usually referred to as National Nurses Week. Uh, do you personally know a nurse? Send a letter of appreciate- appreciation. Invite a nurse to make a pre- presentation about the profession at a retirement home, a school, or a business. And obviously, share your appreciation for nurses all over social media. You know, <laughs> I'm going to say this. I... Will always remember Rosalie, and she was the only nurse I'd ever had more than once, and it's because I kept getting shot or stabbed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (coughs) Because she was literally, she worked for the people I worked for, and uh, she was great because I would come in and... She would say that like when uh, when I got shot in the hip, which was the second time I'd been shot, it ripped up my lambskin coat. Right. And she offered to take it to her brother in law who works at a leather shop (laughs) so that she could get it fixed. I never saw that coat again. I Uh. never did. But but it wasn't because of her. It was because shortly after that time I got shot a third time. And realized it wasn't for me and then ran the hell away. So, but, uh, you know, nurses, every, I have never had a bad nurse. See, it's so weird. Like things like that. Like I see stories like horror stories Mm -hmm. all the time of bad nurses. And it's like, I've never had one, but I've never, like, I haven't been in the hospital a whole lot. So it's not exactly like I had a lot of opportunities to have nurses, Yeah, but no, like, I hear these horror stories, like, absolute horror stories. Yeah. But then I also hear stories of, like, nurses literally being right, but because they're not the doctor, they can't do anything about it. And those those stories always make me so mad mm-hmm. because it's, like, they're actively – they're either actively in school or they just got out of school and a doctor of, you know, like, ah, oh, I've been doing this for 25, 30 years. I think I know what I'm doing. And it's like, but you're literally wrong. You're going to poison the patient. Don't give mm-hmm. them that medicine. Like, blah, 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 blah. And they'll – you know, it's just things like that. I've heard both sides of it. So it's weird. Because, like, there are a lot of nurses, I feel like, nowadays, as my generation is now coming into actually being a part of the industry. Yep. I feel like there's a lot of them that are taking that, you know, oh, I'm a nurse. You know, like, they do, don't do it because they want to help people. They mm-hmm. do it because the title 
And so I feel like that's where more of the horror stories are coming from now is because they're younger and they aren't doing it for what they should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, because I, I really haven't, like, it's not like there's a bunch of people that have been saying all these horror stories for like years and years and years. There's a few of them out there, but for the most part, there a lot of them are very new. So I feel like it, I feel like it's my generation's fault. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a lot of us, a lot of people from, you know, my generation that just, chronically online mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got through oh they're you know they've passed in nursing school and now they're a nurse and oh my god let me just talk and gossip and i know you're like in pain and dying but could you shush because like i hear yeah. things like that all the yeah. time oh yeah <laughs> like well what? yeah rosalie was never like i mean i came in there and and this is the funny thing is the more pain i'm in the quieter i am about it right and it's just just it's just my nature um and she very much like the the first time that I came in was when I was shot in the ankle, right? Mm-hmm. And and I came in and I'm just staring at the wall. And she comes in and she just looks at me and she goes, "Oh, you're one of those." And I go, <laughs> "What?" She goes, "You compartmentalize." Well, the great thing to her was she was my doctor, right? Okay. Because it it was there. She had another guy who worked there, but he was mostly muscle. For people that he needed to kind of hold down. Okay. So, and it was just, that was just the situation. And it was, and I sat there and I said, look, I've never been shot before. I I just got shot. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to you. So what? And she goes, I'm going to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want you to answer me questions. I want to know. And so she's literally talking to me. While she's looking at my ankle, digging around in my fucking ankle, I'm like, ah, right? And, oh, I can still remember it. Like, oh, the, the nausea. And it was, but she just sat there and she talked to me and made me engage with her. And then I realized what she had done. She's like, okay, your ankle's done. You're lucky. Didn't hit your tendon. Very lucky. You know, it's, it looks like it was actually a ricochet. There's no bullet. There's no anything like, like she did all that while she's talking to me. So the second time, when I got shot, which was my hip, I'm like, okay, and realize that's why she's talking to me about my coat. She knows I'm mad about my coat. Like I am, ir- I'm irrational when when I'm injured like this. And then the the third time, it's like I came in and I and I was freaking out because I couldn't move my arm, right? Because mm-hmm. because I had been shot in the elbow, and and she just sat there and she's like, so you know the drill. What do you want to talk about? Like the third time, she's like, and then she, at the end of it, she goes, you know you're not very good at this. And I was like, very good at what? She goes, being a bulletproof vest. You're not very good at this. She goes, I'm just telling you. She's like, you know, everywhere that you've been shot is where a bulletproof vest wouldn't help you. And I was like, okay. And she's like, so, you know, you just might need to think about a different line of work because you're not very good at this part. So, but she kept the conversation and everything there and it, and it showed me because she wasn't a doctor, but she knew as much as any doctor, you know, at least in my experience, because I mean, how bad does that look? Seriously. Yeah. If you didn't tell me what it was, I would have assumed that it was like a birthmark. Yeah. No. So she did really, really good on that. And that's the one that hurt the most because I was the one that I was like, I'm not, I can't move my arm. Oh, you know, freaking out. So, mm-hmm. but no, she did. Really, really good. So I'm I'm very grateful for them. What's our third day? There is no third oh, day. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking that we had... My brain just says three now, so no worries. But 
Rosalie, if you're out there and you remember a motorcycle driver who always liked to keep his helmet on um, as much as he possibly could, and you're a nurse and you've been a nurse now for hopefully your RN and you're leading up a team, but uh, about 20, 24 years ago, 25 years ago, you know, thank you. So really, really <laughs> am grateful for you. Anyways. That's With it. That, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to vis- give our website a visit. That would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And don't forget to join us this afternoon for the afternoon dive. <laughs> and until then, peace out with your peace out. <laughs> <laughs>